DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio, with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning. Uh, it's just gone at 7.30. I'm Peter Magley with the uh, top stories affecting our region this morning. While real estate professionals are seeing a slowdown in the market in most major cities in France, the price per square meter is continuing to rise in Nice. From the thousands of transactions recorded during the first six months of the year, the average value per square meter in Nice was €4,681. That's a 1.23% increase compared to the previous half year, which itself had recorded recorded an increase of more than 6% compared to the first half of 2021. The trend, which is the opposite of that of other French towns, is likely to be due to a shortage of housing on offer in Nice. President Macron has promised Nice some major events over the next few years on the scale of a COP or G20, which is likely to have huge positive repercussions on the local economy. Christian Estrosi was attending a meeting earlier this week where the president was addressing several thousand of France's mayors. Among other things, the president also spoke about the abolition of the CVAE company tax and the ecological transition. According to an INSEE survey published yesterday, the population in our region will peak in 2050 before declining again after that. Estimates project that the VAR would gain 75,000 inhabitants in the next 28 years, but the Altmarie team only 8,000. INSEE has also downgraded its growth projections for the total French population in 2050, predicting that there would be 69.2 inhabitants in France in 28 years, just 1.6 million more than the start of this year. A previous estimator calculated five years ago had estimated that the population would grow to 74 million. INSEE also estimates that in 2050, 30% of inhabitants in France would be aged 65 or over, compared to 23% in 2018. France's financial prosecutor has opened an investigation into the role of consultancy groups, including McKinsey, in the 2017 and 2022 French election races when Emmanuel Macron was elected and then won a second term. The financial prosecutor's office confirmed that its current investigation into potential tax fraud by the US-based consultancy giant McKinsey had been widened to include the consulting firm's possible involvement in the two election races. They're looking into allegations of improperly keeping campaign accounts, the undervaluing of the role of consulting firms and favoritism. There's growing evidence that the French rescue services failed to respond adequately to a migrant boat that sank in the channel last November with at least 33 people on board. Only two of the passengers survived the disaster. Transcripts of the emergency calls made to the French Coast Guard suggest that desperate passengers were repeatedly told to call UK emergency services despite being in French waters when they first requested help. France has moved a step closer to becoming the first country in the world to enshrine abortion as a constitutional right after lawmakers approved a resolution in the lower house to guarantee access to the right to voluntarily end a pregnancy. In a rare cross-party move, members of parliament from the left's La France Insoumise party and Macron's centrist coalition agreed on the wording of a clause that could be added to the constitution. It reads, the law guarantees the effectiveness and equal access to the right to voluntarily end a pregnancy. A septuagenarian died in a fire in her apartment last night in Nice. The fire broke out in the middle of the night around 1.30 this morning in an apartment located on the third floor of a building in, on Boulevard Gambetta. 46 firefighters intervened and the 25 people were evacuated, but they were unable to save the 7 year old woman who was the resident in the apartment. 
The prefecture has finally found an emergency solution to rid the harbour of the abandoned sailboat, which has been stranded since last month in the Bay of Villefranche. The operation should begin in December, subject to the availability of the nautical and lifting means necessary for its implementation. All the migrants that arrived in Toulon on the Ocean Viking boat have now left the region. They've been staying in a holiday centre in the Presque Ile de Jean near Hier. In the end, only four of the 244 migrants were sent home, considerably less than the 44 announced by Gérard Darmanin, the Home Secretary, last week. The SNCF has said there will be no trains between Nice and Ventimiglia for much of the weekend. Work on the tracks at Beaulieu means that all trains along that section of the line will be cancelled from this evening at 8pm until Sunday at 9am. The SNCF is not proposing any alternative arrangements and the 100 bus route from Nice to Monton via Monaco is also disrupted until April 2024. But you can take the 607 between Nice and Monaco or the 608 to Monton from Monaco and bus route 25 will will also take you from Monton to Ventimiglia. His Serene Highness Prince Albert has set an example by donating blood following a general appeal from the Princess Grace Hospital. The sovereign appears in the hospital's latest video and encourages everyone to join him on the hashtag Team Donneur. The principality needs 5,000 bags of blood if it's need to be self-sufficient and able to treat Monaco's 800 transfusion patients each year. And finally, some good news. The Grimaldi family tree is growing. Louis Ducruet, the son of Princess Stephanie and his young wife Marie, have shared the news that they're expecting a baby sometime in 2023. After photographs were released of the 29-year-old Marie looking noticeably pregnant during Monaco's National Day celebrations last weekend, the happy couple have announced via Instagram that they are expecting their first child together. The 2022 FIFA World Cup report brought to you by Polygon Riviera. The open-air shopping centre in Cagnes-sur-Mer. Yesterday, Brel M. Bolo became the first AS Monaco player to score at the World Cup in Qatar as the Swiss striker scored the only goal in Switzerland's opening game against Cameroon yesterday. The irony is that the Swiss national was actually born in Cameroon and Mbolo respectfully did not celebrate his goal against his birth country. Cristiano Ronaldo is finally making the headlines for the right reasons as he became the first player ever to score in five different World Cups. A penalty yesterday in the 65th minute to open the scoring for Portugal on the way to a 3-2 win against Ghana. Very narrow victory and Ghana almost equalised in the last seconds. Victory means Portugal top Group H after Uruguay and South Korea played out a goalless draw earlier. Brazil were in action last night as well. The talk was about Neymar beforehand but afterwards it was all about Richarlson who scored both goals in a 2-0 win against Serbia. His second goal, did you see it? It's unreal. It was an overhead athletic kick that has been described as one of the best ever in World Cup history. No doubt that's due to his uh, earlier years at uh, Watford Football Club where they taught him how to score spectacular goals. Neymar appeared to be in tears on the bench at the end of the match after being substituted with a sprained ankle. Brazil's team doctor confirmed the forward suffered the injury and it will be reassessed on Friday. Today, England are playing the USA at 8pm. Harry Kane is confirmed as fit to play. I wanted to say Kane is able. <laughs> Thought that would be a bit too corny. Wales are playing Iran at 11am. That's this morning game. 
crucial second World Cup match, knowing that victory would significantly enhance their chances of reaching the second round. Captain Gareth Bale will overtake teammate Chris Gunter as Wales' most capped player if he plays today. The Netherlands are playing Ecuador at 5pm and the other match today is the host Qatar hoping, host Qatar, hoping to uh, come back from their recent defeat. They're playing Senegal at 2pm. The 2022 FIFA World Cup report brought to you by Polygon Riviera, the open-air shopping centre in Cagnes-sur-Mer. Enjoy a unique shopping experience seven days a week with two hours of free parking. Find out more at polygon-riviera.fr. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In other sports news, in Rugby Union, there's a repeat of the last World Cup final this weekend when England take on South Africa at Twickenham tomorrow. Northampton's Tommy Freeman takes Jack Knoll's place on the wing in one of four changes for England from last weekend's thrilling draw with New Zealand. Meanwhile, um, Osprey's centre Joe Hawkins will make his Wales debut against Australia. In local sports tonight, AS Monaco take on Bayern Munich in the EuroLeague. The match starts at 7pm this evening at the Gaston Médecins Sports Arena in Fonvieille. And while the World Cup continues in Qatar, major stakeholders in peace through sport will meet in Monaco later this month to highlight sport's contribution to peace. In the presence of His Serene Highness Prince Albert and several other dignitaries, six awards will be presented, including the Champion for Peace of the Year Award. That's going to be November the 30th at the Fairmont Hotel in Monaco. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. Credit Suisse expects to make a heavy loss for the final three months of the year, continuing to bleed billions of francs as wealthy clients turn their back on the embattled Swiss bank. The bank said there's been an outflow equivalent to 6% of assets managed by the group at the end of the third quarter. As a result, the bank was forced to dip into liquidity buffers, slipping below certain minimum regularity requirements, although it has said that its core liquidity and funding requirements have been held. Credit Suisse held an extraordinary general meeting earlier this week, winning approval for the capital increase to fund the recovery from the biggest crisis in its 166-year history. Twitter has disbanded its entire Brussels office, sparking concerns among EU officials about whether the social media platform will abide by the bloc's stringent new rules on the policing online content. The Financial Times reports that key executives who are in charge of Twitter's digital policy in Europe have left following the company-wide cuts that removed about half of its 7,500-strong workforce. Tesla's full self-driving beta is now available in North America to anyone who's paid for the feature. The rollout of the beta software kicked off in 2020 with a small number of customers and has since gradually expanded to be available to around 160,000 drivers as of this year. And in other tech news concerning cars, Mercedes-Benz is to offer an online subscription service in the US to make its electric cars speed up quicker. For an annual $1,200, the company will enable some of its vehicles to accelerate from 0 to 60 miles per hour a second faster. It comes after rival manufacturer BMW offered a subscription feature earlier this year for heated seats. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. 
Not sure if I'd want to pay $1,200 just to uh, go one second faster, but definitely appreciate the uh, heated seats for my uh, nighttime rides into the studio. Quick look at the uh, foreign exchanges before we move on to the marine weather. One euro this morning is equivalent to uh, 86 pence, one dollar four cents, and 98 Swiss centimes. One pound is one dollar 16, one, sorry, one euro 16, one dollar 21, and one Swiss franc 14. And one dollar this morning is buying 96 cents, 83 pence, and 94 Swiss centimes. The Bitcoin is down slightly at 16,391. Ethereum also down slightly. 1,175 both those dollars. In commodities, an ounce of gold is $1,747 and a barrel of Brent crude is $88.33. In the markets, the FTSE closed yesterday stable at 7,467. The CAC 40 also stable at 6,707. The Dow Jones 34,194. NASDAQ 11,285 and the Nikkei 28,282. So the marine weather, very cloudy at first, but improving later with the risk of some spots of rain out at sea. For the coastal area from Cannes to Montan, winds south-southwesterly force 3, freshening force 5 from the east-northeast towards the middle of the day, and then from the northeast later on with gusts reaching 32 knots. Seas slight with a low short swell from the southwest and excellent visibility. From Cannes to Saint-Tropez, winds north-northwesterly force 2 in the morning, temporarily north-north easterly in the middle of the day. Smooth to slight sea becoming slight in the middle of the day with a low short swell from the south-southwest and excellent visibility. General forecast is for a cloudy start to the day, but improvements are expected later with extended clearings this afternoon. Winds are light and temperatures will peak at 15 degrees around Monaco, 16 degrees in the VAR towards Saint-Tropez. Tonight, some clouds, but a clearing later. Overnight lows of 5 degrees. And for the weekend, what have you got planned for your weekend? Well, you can plan something outside, enjoy the beautiful uh, autumn blue skies. Blue skies and sunshine for both Saturday and Sunday. And finally, a team of researchers have cracked a five-century-old code that reveals a rumoured French plot to kill the Roman Emperor and the King of Spain, Charles V. Charles was one of the most powerful men of the 16th century, presiding over a vast empire that took in much of Western Europe and the Americas during a reign of more than 40 years. But it's taken a team, a research team in eastern France, six months to decipher the letter written in 1547 by the Emperor to his ambassador in France. You are now most definitely up to date. There is even more news on the Riviera Radio website, rivieraradio.mc. International news is coming up at uh, 8 o'clock. And of course, don't forget the uh, podcast. You can hear all the news, the entertainment news, the press review, and some of the highlights from this morning's show on the uh, Full English Breakfast podcast, which is uh, uploaded at the end of every morning. So back to the Feel Good Friday requests. The theme this morning is Good, Better, Best. And this is a great choice from Lorraine.
quarter past seven, let's have a look at this morning's entertainment news. And if, have you heard of the disco maestro uh, Daniel Van Garde? He was a legendary French producer behind songs like D-I-S-C-O and Cuba. He's also the father of half of Daft Punk. And he even cheekily wrote to the Beatles once asking if he could join. He ruled the 70s, but then he abandoned the music industry for decades. But now he's back. He escaped from the music scene years ago, relocating to a remote village in northern Brazil. But then a record company unexpectedly approached him about doing a compilation album after all the great songs he'd been involved in. And when they sent him the track listing, he'd forgotten about half the songs. But the vaults of Zagora Records is released today if you feel like a little bit of a disco nostalgia. One of the most uh, beloved modern Christmas classics is about to turn 20. And to mark the occasion, cast members from the landmark romantic comedy Love Actually are reuniting for a TV special to air on American TV next week. Come on. How many times have you seen Love Actually? I don't think I can count that much. <laughs> Hugh Grant, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Bill Nye, and Thomas Brody Sangster are taking part in the special, along with the film's writer Richard Curtis. In a promotional clip shared by ABC Program 2020, Diane Sawyer asked the cast to fill in the sentence, Love Actually Is. So how would you complete that sentence? Love Actually Is What? Well, according to uh, cast member Hugh Grant, well, he said rather dryly, Love Actually Is Dead. But the film still lives on and I'm sure it'll be played uh, hundreds of times, thousands of times, maybe even million times around the Christmas season. And talking of Christmas, can we talk about Christmas? We are just the one month away. The British singer who's released the most studio albums of all time has just released another one and it is his 147th single. Come on, you didn't think I'd go two weeks without mentioning Sir Cliff, did you? Christmas just wouldn't be Christmas without Sir Cliff and the UK's most successful solo singer has released a new single today, just in time for Christmas. Heart of Christmas is taken from his first festive album in almost 20 years. You would have thought he releases one every year, but it's actually 20 years. His new one is called, quite originally, Christmas with Cliff. wonder how long it took them to work out that title. The last one, 20 years ago, was called Cliff at Christmas. Getting the originality awards, isn't he? As well as festive covers such as Joy to the World, Jingle Bell Rock and Sleigh Ride, Mr. Cliff Richard has recorded brand new original tracks, including First Christmas, Six Days After Christmas, Happy New Year. Well, you'll be pleased to know I won't be playing a Cliff Richard record. I couldn't find a good, better, best one that's uh, suited. But did you know that he also released two albums in German? Anyway, we're continuing the Feel Good Friday theme. There is one good song that I've been playing every single day. And you can hear in the background right now, yes, the music that you're hearing during these various features is the Good Times instrumental from Chic. And I have had a few requests for that song this morning. So here it is, complete with uh, the singers. Nile Rodgers on guitar. Brings happiness. We're going to play that to uh, Kerry from good old Norwich. Peter in Bexhill as well. Good times.
It's a Feel Good Friday on the Full English Breakfast Show. Good morning, good morning from the Beatles. That's for David from the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club album. There is actually another track on the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club album, which also fits our theme this morning. And that's been requested as well, so maybe I'll be playing that in the last hour. The theme is Good, Better, Best, Good, Better, Best. So any song title or any group with Good, Better, Best is good enough for us this morning, and hopefully it's helping us spread some of the feel-good vibes from the French Riviera. Let's have a look at this morning's papers. Nice Matin has the headline still rising. It's referring to real estate prices where Nice is one of the few cities in France where property prices are still increasing. And Nice Matin is helping us place our money in the best possible way, suggesting the best areas to invest in. Among the areas in Nice, it suggests, is the Acropolis area, the part around the station and the Place de l'Ile de Beauté. There's also talk on the front page of the Nice Matin about this in March this evening to highlight the issue of gender-based and sexual violence in Nice. Les Droits des Femmes 06 and Nous Toutes 06 are organising a march this evening at 6.30pm. That starts at the Palais de Justice. Monaco Matin leads on initiatives to reduce waste. Of course, it is European Waste Reduction Week. The youth are encouraged to recycle their clothes. Apparently, 4 million tonnes of textiles get wasted in France every year. Chefs are also giving advice on how to avoid waste when cooking. And there's pictures of the happy couple. The uh, happy announcement, Louis Ducouret, the son of Princess Stephanie and his young wife, Marie, have shared the news that they're expecting a baby in 2023. On the front page of Monaco Matin, there's mention about the Salon Gastronomie, which starts today. As I said yesterday, lots of fun there. You can taste lots of uh, delightful, delightful bits of food, some fine wines, even some chocolates. Just enjoy yourself. It's all at the Espace Fonvier today until Monday, and entrance is just the five euros and tonight the uh, monaco basketball team are taking on european giants at bayern munich what's happening elsewhere the daily telegraph reports that the uh, former prime ministers uh, boris johnson and liz truss have both joined the tory rebellion demanding an end to the ban on new onshore wind farms the papers say the rebels want to see the ban lifted as part of the measures to tackle the energy crisis but suspects that the decision is more political and it's actually a challenge to uh, Sunak's authority. And England are playing the United States this evening. England fans are expected to drink, listen to this, 30 million pints while watching the team play play United States uh, this evening at 8pm. Says that pubs are still struggling after the pandemic are set set to be packed for the match and the event will give the economy a £300 million boost. A lot of that is in alcohol sales and party food so uh let's hope you're having a good party if you're watching that match and if you're english hope you have a party afterwards but let's hope for a good match shouldn't we i know we've got a lot of american listeners as well so let's hope for a good match today is of course black friday it's also green friday but uh, looking at black friday 67 percent of people in france are expected to make uh, some form of purchase for the black friday week are you going to be one of them So will you be one of this morning's uh, pop maestros? That's my challenge to you. See if you can identify our group this morning. And are you one of the ones who's got it right every day so far this week? 
can you make it a clean sweep? Well, our Feel Good Friday theme this morning has been good, better, best. So uh, I'm looking for the best, best of album from an American band. In fact, it's the biggest selling album of all time in the United States, outselling anything by Michael Jackson or Madonna. So it is the best, best of album. It's an American group. I'll give you a few clues. It's a group, well, they have most of their hits in the 1970s. They started out, actually, as Linda Ronstadt's backing band. And uh, one of the uh, band members was actually previously sacked from Bob Seger's backing band because he was smoking too much weed. This might be a clue. Three of the members have had solo hits in their own right, including one who released a very famous song that fits into our Good, Better, Best theme that I'll be playing later. So have you any idea who this group is? An American group from the 1970s. They do have the best, best of album in the United States. The biggest selling album of all time in the United States. Outselling Thriller. So if you're up to the challenge... Send me an email, studio at rivieraradio.mc. In the meantime, the Feel Good Friday requests continue, and thank you for picking this one out. It's for Florence, Heidi, Ruben, and Willow. It's a brilliant song from Green Day. That's for Florence, a Feel Good Friday request, uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Good for you. Well, I guess you moved on really easily. Good, better, best is our theme, and I'm looking for the best, best of, yes, lots of correct answers coming in now. The best, best of album, in fact, the biggest selling album ever in US history. It's an album that surpassed Michael Jackson's Thriller to take the top spot. According to the Recording Industry Association of America, it's been certified platinum 38 times. That's 38 million copies sold. That's 4 million more than Thriller. So, in terms of correct answers, a big hello to uh, Nicola. She's got it right every single day this week. I'm going to uh, let Anthony tell us. Anthony, tell us uh, what the answer is. He uh, he used the uh, open mic on the uh, Riviera Radio app. So, Anthony, what's the answer? I think it's the Eagles. You think absolutely right. The Eagles. Their greatest hits, 1971 to 1975, the biggest selling album. Funnily enough, that doesn't even have Hotel California on it. I did say that three of the members had had solo hits. Don Henley, Glenn Frey, and this man, Joe Walsh. Life's been good. I was a teenager, The Who were officially my second favourite band. <laughs> my favourite band was The Jam at the time. That's a great song. It's been requested so many times this morning for our Good, Better, Best theme. Morning to Sally, that's for you. Also for Rob Sanderson. Martin says, can I request The Who better, you bet, for tomorrow. He's in Torquay. Morning, Martin. Nick says, great to hear you back on the airwaves again. How about You Bet You Bet from The Who? First track that came to mind. He's listening in San Remo. Morning to Janie as well, who requested that song. What a great song. And 
And uh, finally, I'd like to say a big thank you. It's my last show for the time being, so a big thank you to a lady who's been helping me on the news, the behind the scenes, putting hours in to help get the stories out for you. So I've been reading it, but it's definitely been teamwork putting the news together this week. So a big thank you to uh, Caroline, who's otherwise known as my beloved wife. It is a feel-good Friday, and this is the obvious request. Good, better, best. Tina Turner's Simply the Best. I think that's a pretty appropriate uh, last song for the time being, isn't it? I think I better leave right now. I'll hand the reins back to uh, Sarah on Monday. Say thank you to Sarah for inviting me. I've had a blast. But I tell you what, she does a phenomenal job. All the things going on, all the buttons to press, all the stories to get together. So uh, she'll be back on Monday with Hank Potts and the uh, usual breakfast team. And uh, thanks again to uh, Caroline as well. It's been giving me uh, lots of help behind the scenes. Uh, hopefully I'll be back. And, uh, well, never know. Really appreciate your messages and uh, thank you for keeping me company over the uh, last couple of weeks.